You're listening to Father Kirby Longo's Homilies, powered by Mountain Catholic. Father Kirby is a priest of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Helena, the parochial vicar of St. Anne's Parish in Butte, Montana, and chaplain of Butte Central Catholic Schools. Enjoy. As most of you know, this is my last Sunday Mass in St. Anne's. I've been reflecting a lot of my time in Butte recently. It was one of the surprises, but I never realized that having my, all my fishing gear and bike stolen would be a couple of my fondest memories of my time here. But only, only in a town like Butte would that be a good experience. You know, there's this crazy combination of generosity toward me and then you know, fury at the you know, righteous anger of having a priest, a new priest, getting his stuff stolen in Butte. You know, it's like deeply offensive to the Catholic identity of this town. And it helped me to know that my new home was a good one. I dropped by Stonefly Angler, the fly shop, shortly after that it all happened. And Chris was talking to me. He's like, man, the other, the other day, big, tough-looking biker guy comes into the shop. And he's like, I'm furious about what happened. Here's $5 for that young priest. I don't know who the guy was, but he gave me $5. It's so generous. Uh, it's just a representative of the spirit of this town. So it's an amazing place to begin my priesthood. Such a deep and profound Catholic culture here and an amazing history that is permeated by the church. You can't separate the two, really. When you drive into Butte from any direction, first things you see are Matthew Conception Church and Our Lady of the Rockies, especially at night. It lit up so beautifully. So it was a gift to be at least a small part of that history. As many of you noticed, I spent the majority of my time and energy here focusing on the next generation, the young people, this town. And I didn't do that just because I was the young priest and that makes sense, which is, I guess is true, or because I think they're facing one of the most difficult cultural battles of any generation, at least in, in the history of our country, which I also think is true. But I, I did it primarily because, and I will continue to do it, because I think that this generation truly is the one that will wake up to the call of Christ in a new and profound way, and we will see great saints out of these young people. What makes me think that is that there's a sort of increasing turmoil in the world, especially in our country, and whenever there's a struggle in the church or in the world, that's the time when Christ sends great saints who will teach the church in a new and profound way and transform the world. And so I think of myself as a sort of John the Baptist for this next generation. You know, like prepare the way, preach to them, and then kind of stand aside while they do the work. Um, And I don't mean that in a way that I don't want to do the work, but I just think that the great saints will come from this next generation. Because I see so clearly in our young people that they're fed up with a, a culture of fleeting distraction. It's just true. Saw it especially in these last couple months when in many ways all we had was fleeting distraction. Uh, and you just see how finished they are with that. How desperate they are for real relationships, deep friendships. Not the thousands of acquaintances that social media give us. 
see that they want to be men and women of virtue, real virtue and excellence. And they don't want to be affirmed in their mediocrity. Uh, we're so good at affirming people in their mediocrity today. Yet they want to change the world in real ways. They don't want to be blown, uh, blown about by the winds of whatever the most recent hashtag movement is. They want to change the world, uh, transform it for the better. And so everyone's wondering where to go. And I think precisely because the church is, the way language you use is, in the world but not of the world, that we have the answer, not tied to this world as so many are. We have the whole history of the church to look at. So we're not wrapped up by the prejudices of our time. We have a 2,000-year uh, perspective on things, which is profound. And it gives, us, it gives us an advantage to be free from those prejudices of our time. And I see that freedom in a profound way in Butte. Uh, because of the deep Catholic culture here, we still treasure the, the centrality of the family in this town. And I saw that in a way that I'd never seen it before. Uh, the beauty of big and happy families who aren't afraid to love their family in real ways and care for them and sacrifice for them. Uh, along with that, I saw it in, a, in a different way here than I'd ever seen before, the love of the elderly, of our parents and grandparents. Uh, my sister is a traveling physical therapist for 10 years before settling here. And she said she'd never been in a place where people cared for their parents and grandparents the way they care for them in Butte. I also saw here a dignified poverty, uh, that it's not a sin to be poor in Butte, and it's not a virtue to be rich. And that is totally unique, especially in the United States. Uh, just haven't seen it anywhere else. And that's straight out of the gospel that we don't judge people by their riches, but by who they are. I saw that here. There's a deep religious culture in this town. You know, there's no longer 10 parishes here. There's no longer 10 full parishes with schools attached. So there's a lot of work to do. That's true. There's definitely a lot of work to do in spreading the gospel here. But there's still that sort of imperfect but cultural faith uh, that's good. There's a goodness to it. Even people who haven't been to church in years identify with the parish that they grew up in. Uh, still consider themselves, in a, in a deep way, Catholic. Uh, so when, I, when I'd meet someone, I'd be walking around in my clerics, and they'd be like, oh, you're the new priest in town? I'm like, yeah, two and a half years ago. Good to meet you. Uh, like, oh, I grew up in St. Anne's. It's always a classic line. Uh, so... It's our, it's our mission here to make that faith real again, to take that cultural faith and bring it back to life. I want to quickly recall a priest from Butte who you might not have known about. His name was, was Father James McGinn. He was born here in 1911 and went on to become a Columban missionary priest, joined the Columban priests, and was sent to Korea in 1936 as a missionary. Spent the rest of his life there until 1950 when the Korean War began and the Northern Army came down and invaded his region and he refused to leave his parish. He wouldn't leave. He wouldn't abandon his people. And everybody ran away except a few of his parishioners and him. So when the army came in, they saw that he was an American and kidnapped him. 
And they tortured him and starved him, trying to get information, and partly just because he was a priest. And then he wouldn't give anything up, uh, probably didn't even know anything. So they took him up into the mountains barefoot, shot him and killed him. He was a martyr. A martyr from Butte. That's the courage of a man that grew up in a place that knew its identity. And his friend, uh, Kim Soo Sun, said of him, his superiority, I think, lay in his ability to be what God meant him to be. This courage made him a complete man. It's a beautiful boy. You know, he refused to leave. He's faithful till the end. To his vocation and to his people. And to his family. So as I say goodbye, uh, I can say that I love this place and you. And you formed me with your faith in a beautiful way. And it's my first love, so I'll forever be grateful to you and to this church and to this town for uh, showing me what the church was in a real and incarnate way. Uh, It's a beautiful church, and the potential is so great here to again come forward and transform the world, to send young men and women like Father James McGinn out into the world to sacrifice their lives for Christ and for his church. So don't be afraid of that. The Lord has a great mission for this town. And as I go forward, please pray for me, and I will continue to pray for you as I move forward. Uh, Do whatever the mission that God has for me. May I have the courage uh, of the martyrs to give my life completely for the church, whatever that means.